Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's going on, Steelers Nation? Of course, this is Steelers Nation Radio, and it is that second segment. And a good time to remind you that all segments from today's show are brought to you in podcast format because wherever you get podcasts at, and when I mean wherever, I mean wherever. It does not matter. You can find us. All you need to do is type in the words Steelers and then Blitz. That's how you do it with a Z, Z, Z at the end of the word That's Blitz. That's right. Absolutely. We spelled the West Virginia way. So with that, though, make sure you check us out. Subscribe so you can get all this content. I don't want you to miss out on it. You funny. You funny. I'm saying that's how they spell it in West Virginia. I heard. They do. Listen, listen. I get you, last week you made a zit joke. All right. This week, West Virginia joke. I mean, listen, you, you, you're flying. You, there's no off season for Arthur Motes, baby. Hey, hey, man. I just, I'm just trying to get 1% better each day. Okay. That's you either get better, do. you get worse. That's, That's it. That's all we can That's do. It. That's it. No plateauing around here. Uh uh-uh. uh. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. But speaking of improvement, speaking of not plateauing, Steelers are not done making roster moves, trying to improve said situation and more importantly the offensive line and prior to this weekend we looked at our current offensive tackle depth and it was null and void there wasn't any depth because we didn't have anybody signed not good for business but that just recently changed when we decided to sign la raven clark formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles. Got to drop that one first because, you know, that makes it all better. When you say Philadelphia, it's like, well, we got a Philadelphia Eagles connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philadelphia Eagles first. Okay. Then from there, you got some Indianapolis Colts and some Tennessee Titans, if I remember correctly. That is correct. That is correct. Quickly, when we talk LaRaven, um, in terms of just a breakdown on him, big body uh, tackle predominantly a right tackle, but has played both sides in the NFL, right and left, mainly as a backup, has started some games, but typically more so just a journeyman depth signing at this stage of his career. Things that he does well, run block, heavy hands, um, things that he struggles with, speed rushers, lateral movement, having to change uh, directions uh, in, in a short area, but still a professional. If you need to get out of a stadium, he can provide you with enough to do that. Would you need to send him some help in terms of a chip block, sliding the protection his way? More than likely. But he's still a quality player in terms of a guy that has been in this league, a guy that has experienced actual in-game action. So in terms of that vein, I do like the move. I do think it was something that was needed because, as I just mentioned, we didn't have anybody to back up Chooks or Dan Moore, regardless of how well we think those two guys played, we still need that. You still need yep. guys that if yep. one of them go down in any form or fashion, you got somebody that can come in here and provide just adequate snaps. And you don't always want to leave the need to fill the depth with just rookies in terms of the draft. Sometimes you want to have a little bit of mix of, journeyman slash proven vets sure. slash high-end sure. talent slash rookies and i just think that this is one of those ones where you kind of get that diversification for the position group i personally don't think it changes anything in terms of what we are looking to do draft wise but i do think this was a necessary move that makes sense but what were your thoughts on uh yeah raven clark joining the steelers fraternity well you know it is funny um 
you know, you 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 make the 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 Philly the Philly lover joke about me from time to time, right? And and you, everybody, you and Andy, you and Andy Weidel, man, y'all Philly lovers. Everybody knows the history, but you know, we do pick up new listeners along the way. So for those who might not be part of the inside joke, I uh, I lived in Philadelphia for three years. I worked for the Eagles radio network out there. My wife is from Philly. My in-laws, no, 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 no. You, 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 you did all that talking, and you ain't said the most important part. Wesley Euler is a Super Bowl champion. Ah, that's true. With the Philadelphia this Eagles. This is true. This is true. Wesley Euler's name was etched in lore. A part of the Super Bowl broadcast thank yous. And, this and is you know, true. we're like, hey, man, let me shout out my producer, Wesley Euler. Let me shout out my coach, Wesley Euler. They were like, let me shout out Super Bowl champion, all the broadcast, all the producing team. Studio engineer, Wesley Euler. Wesley Euler. Like, he got a shout out. Okay. Yes, so this, is true. this this Philly connection isn't just a superficial thing. This this has ties. This I also got like invited connection. I also got invited to the parade. Right? You went? To, did you go but, to the White House? But <laughs> but I'm such, I did not get invited to the White House. I was not oh. on. I was not on that much of a short list. All right. I wasn't quite that high on the pecking. <laughs> I didn't get a ring and I didn't get invited to the White House, but that's right. <laughs> I got the parade invite though. So, hey, 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 that works. That works. They now, but since halfway part. the best part was right, since I was such a nice guy, like somebody had to stay back at the radio station and work the parade. And I was the one who did that because I wasn't an, you made. know, because I'm a Pittsburgh guy. All right. I was everybody that I, you know, made. everybody that I worked with, like grew up their entire life waiting for this Eagles, you know, moment, this Eagles Super Bowl where I was spoiled. I mean, the team won four before I was born and then they won two when I was in high school. Um, you know, I've been, I've been to my parade before. I've been, I've to, seen I've my been parade. to two Stiller parades. All right. I've been to three Penguins parades. All right. Tell, I, tell, tell, all see, I, 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 didn't, I didn't skip out of my classes to make sure I was there at the part <laughs> I was right. there. You know I've told saying? that story before too. My mom Heck lied yeah. to get me out of high school. I've told put that some, story. Put some on respect this, on it. On this show. Um, so I actually ended up working the parade. I was like the the producer back in the studio, so everybody yeah. else could go and enjoy themselves because because yeah. I'm a nice because I'm a nice guy. But yes, team player, um, team player. If you go back and listen to the 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 Super Bowl broadcast of the Eagles beating the the Patriots, I do get a shout out at the end. That part that part is true. Um. Lived in Philadelphia for three years, worked, you know, worked for the organization there. My my wife is an Eagles fan. My mother-in-law, my father-in-law, her whole family, they're season ticket holders. They they love the Eagles, right? So that's where all the, the Philly inside joke comes from. But I tell you what, Motsi, the only person in Pittsburgh who might love the Eagles more than I do is Andy Weidel. I yeah. mean, it's like everybody, everybody that we're signing has some Philly connection. Hey, look, here, as soon as what. as soon as they say we sign a play, I pull up the pro football reference. I'm like, Eagles. You no, know he spent sense. some time Got with it. the Eagles. I'm about to say, how, how many? It's it's not Diddy. It's like how much time did he spend with the Eagles? Was it one year? Was he a three year guy? What, what 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 was your stint that you did in Philly, man? No, Motsi, we might want to look. Is are any of these first round picks like are any of them from Philadelphia? Did they grow did they up got a in Philly? Philly? Tie, right? Did, did, did they, they have an aunt, play for the Eagles? Have an answer, and I'll, yeah, that's right. Something, did their, man. Did their mom grow up in Delco? Oh, did, did man. They have an uncle who worked in the Eagles front office. Right. I mean, we, we might want to figure this out here before we place our bets on our first round pick. <sighs> um, but but you're right. You know, I, I I look at it and I think I think you nailed it. This is this is a a solid depth piece to add, but still doesn't stop you from doing anything in the draft at pick seventeen or thirty two or forty nine or whatever might happen in terms of adding 
another young offensive tackle to this group. Uh, 18 starts in his in his career, Motsi. So six years, yeah. 18 starts, right? Quick and math. Two starts you, last year in Tennessee. Yeah. Two starts last year in Tennessee. If you break it down, right, he starts about, you know, 18 starts over six years. I can do that math. Okay. It's about three starts a year. So, yeah. you know, he's dressing. You look at his career when he's not been injured, he dresses, you know, 15 mm-hmm. games, 12 games, 12 games. Okay, four games. 13 games so he's he's you know he's dressing for for uh more than a half helmet. of his team's game yeah. he's getting a helmet he's got 18 starts in six years he's got that experience of you know of, of nearly 20 starts in his nfl career to me you needed to add something there i mean you and i we were just we were just talking about the 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 annual you know league meetings that are taking place in phoenix right now and our, our guys dale lolly and matt williamson and max starks are there doing some some great stuff on snr and steelers.com if you if you want to check all that out um hey when you subscribe to the podcast you get their content too don't get their that. content as well too that's right uh you know, one of the things that Mike Tomlin talked about when he spoke at the at the at the meetings, um, he spoke to the media and then he did a one on one sit down with Max Starks. That's that's available on the Steelers website and, and YouTube page as well, too. He talked about how, hey, I know we were fortunate last year to have all five of our offensive line starters for 17 games for those guys not to pick up a uh an injury, whether minor or significant, yeah. you know, he's like, we're, we're not, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but he's like, you know, we're not, we're mm-hmm. not banking on that again. We know we were fortunate to have that happen last year. And that's rarely the case. Um, this is a, this is a move that starts to supplement that depth. We've seen it on the interior of the offensive line here throughout three, free agency. Now you add uh, someone on the outside who, like you said, has, has got experience, got versatility there as well too. Um, and most importantly, if you're sitting there at pick 17 and there's a tackle that falls to you that you like, or you're sitting there at pick 32 and there's a tackle there that you, you know, maybe you had ranked 23rd or something like that on your big board and he's available there at 32. Uh, all of a sudden, this doesn't stop you from doing that either. It's not yeah. like you went out and, you know, you didn't go out and pay big money to a Orlando Brown or a Taylor Lewan or, or a big name, somebody like that who's going to expect to, you know, to walk in and, and be the guy on day one. I think this move makes makes a lot of sense for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, without a doubt. I think, like I said, man, everything that you said is spot on. I definitely think with, in terms of the competition part of it, man, we would still want to bring something in that's Agreed. just Agreed. a little higher up to truly compete. I know on paper this is going to be a name and we'll be like, oh, yeah, man, well, the Ravens, he could play both spots. Does he get to compete with Dan Moore? I personally don't think he's that caliber. And that's ultimately why I still do feel like team is going to bring in at least something that's just going to provide a little bit more viable competition for Dan. Yeah. But in terms of the Raven Clark signing, man, I think it, it's appropriate for what we need, which is depth right now at the position, because like I said, prior to that, we had zero at that time. Like man. if I, if I, if, you know, if the Steelers were playing a game this weekend, Motsi, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and, and Dan Moore's, got an ankle or chooks has got a knee or something and, and they we, need we don't do ankles and knees this is pitch where we do groins that's, right. that's groin. true that's true they got groin, a groin groin they got a groin yeah. um it, you and i would not be panicked if if la raven had to start a game and that's that's a good thing because if we would have been having this conversation last week before they added him I mean, who who we'll starts? Right, we we who, who we'd be, we putting out there. We, we'd yeah. be panicking. All right, Alan right. Fanica is not on the roster. We can't right. bump big. We can't bump big red from guard out the tackle. I was, I was like, we, we got we got thirty guards right now that are all good. 
Can one of them play tackle? Can one of them play tackle? I don't know. None of them are big red. I don't know. I was about to say, uh, of all you all you guards that we have on this roster right now. Yeah. Right now, though, that's changed. We would not be panicked. Um, yeah. And and I think, again, for, for this time of year, you want to improve your depth. You want to get better in the margins. I think I think that's what this move does without, yeah. you know, without stopping you, without handcuffing you from potentially doing something here at the draft in a, in a month as well. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that, man. I definitely do. But then we've been talking about some of our incoming traffic. Ah, I do want to take a pause to talk about some of our outgoing as well. Oh, no. We did lose another one. Another impact player, a guy that had impact for us both on offense and in special teams, and that guy being Steven Sims, ultimately signing with the Houston Texans, going back to where it all started for Steven. But um, what was your thoughts, man, seeing Steven Sims obviously leave to go to the Texans, guy that carved out a role for us down the stretch last season? Yeah, I mean – um. It's a bummer. I uh, listen. I I liked what Steven Sims brought to um, the special teams, particularly. We yeah. saw him Explosive, have man. We saw him have some big moments um, yeah. down the stretch. Wasn't able to bust one for a touchdown, but got pretty darn close a couple times. Had a few of those big momentum shifting, field shifting type returns, which is. I mean, you know, it's becoming harder and harder to do in the NFL. Yeah. It really is. Like, they, in a lot of ways, have legislated some of that out of the game. You know, the Devin Hesters and the Dante Halls, yeah. there's, a, there's a reason that they're more rare and rare these days. And I'm not putting Sims in that category. But, again, he made a few of those plays for you last year. I think he offered... He offered a little, little some something, you know, a little special yeah, sauce, a little, spell, little, little <laughs> sprinkle, little salt yeah. base sprinkle there to yeah, the offense with, with some of the jet sweep stuff, some of the things they had him do in the slot. He, he's got a unique skill set. He's shifty. Yeah. He's twitchy. Um, he's certainly not an every down kind of guy, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend that either. Um, but it's a bummer to see him go. I'm. I'm hopeful, I'm optimistic that the reason for this is that they believe Calvin Austin can be that guy. They've got a lot of faith in yeah. Calvin Austin. They expect him to come in. Yeah, he was injured last year, but a red shirt year to kind of get his bearings and everything. And now he'll be he'll be ready to take off and, and hit the ground running uh in year two. That's kind of my, you know, my glass half full side of this, my optimistic side of this is hey, they think they have a guy on the roster, cost controlled. They still have him for another three years under contract. That can that can you know play this role and maybe even expand upon that as he grows throughout his career. Um, but Steven Sims, nice player, um, and and yeah, it's a it's a bit of a bummer to see him go, but hopefully he'll have a, a nice opportunity for himself there in, in Houston as well too. And we'll we'll see him this season at some point too with the with this the is schedule. I want to say that is very very accurate, man. Um, when I think of Steven though, man, <clears throat> number one, I just love his competitiveness, his toughness. He gave you almost like the the little Antonio Brown vibes when you would watch yeah, how he would yeah. play out there on the field. Wasn't afraid of anybody. Didn't was. back down. Absolutely. Yeah. Fearless, yeah. man. Fearless. Um, and productive player for us. Carved out a role on special teams and then from there ultimately evolved um, into giving us some productivity out the slot, man. We remember the big catch he had late in the season versus, I believe it was Atlanta, and then he had another one versus um, the Baltimore Ravens yep. where – he would have to make plays or we're talking about him in the jet sweep game where he's getting the ball and he's able to pick up a solid 10, 15, whatever it was, however we utilized him, he was going to bring some level of productivity. I don't like the fact that we are allowing him to leave. And I do think it's very risky because 
you brought up Calvin Austin, but he's not the only guy we are kind of banking on right now. It's Calvin Austin and Anthony Miller, two dudes that were both hurt in training camp a year ago and haven't given us any plays. We don't know how good, how explosive with their fit is, how productive they can be. Whereas with Steven, we already knew that. Yeah. And that's just the only thing you're, you're moving off from a proven to guys coming off injury. So there's uncertainty. And with that uncertainty, that's where the questions come for me. But I also think that by allowing Steven to leave, I think this also puts in play that third, fourth round receiver draft potentially as well. And I definitely think that's something that we should have our antennas up for because I don't, I don't know. I just find it hard for this team to come into next season with George Pickens and uh, Deontay Johnson being the only two receivers on your roster that have given you for real productivity. And we're just banking on an injured third round rookie who didn't play in one preseason game. And Anthony Miller, who got hurt the second week of training camp. Who's had production, but not for a few years and not in Pittsburgh. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's just a lot. It is. That's, that's a lot of faith. That's, that's a, lot, a of faith. lot of faith, man. While you have a second-year quarterback who still doesn't even have 17 starts under his belt. He hasn't yeah. even played in 17 games yet. It's true. It's true. I just don't think that they're going to want to just have that type of uncertainty. No. I think that you at least want to bring in something in the draft, man, mid-rounds. to well, either yeah, Jordan, Jordan Addison, pick 17. Yeah, 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 right. Talk about it. For for the record, I want the cat out of Houston Tankdale. Okay, for the record. Let the record show. Let the record show. It's, that, on, it's okay? on record. That, that, or, or go as government name Nathaniel Dale, okay? But either way, that's who I want. All right, if we're going to go that way. <laughs> and, and no, and no, no disrespect to the uh, the USC Trojans slash Pitt Panther, however we want to, you know, classify him these days. But yeah, but I, like listen, I said, I, I'm 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 with you. That's a, that's a lot of blind faith. I mean, it is, man. It's, it's a lot of blind faith. Um, you you we you could be as high on Calvin Austin as as you want to be. You haven't seen him in over a year do really anything meaningful, and he's still. A rookie in a way, right? I mean, not, he, not, he, not still in a way. Yeah, he, yeah, he took a he took a red he took a red shirt. He hasn't put on the official Steelers game day jersey just yet. Think about it. Yeah, he hasn't had a helmet he on game. He hasn't had a helmet on game day yet. Um, he hasn't seen oppositions from the NFL. Anthony Anthony Miller, who you know, again, he has a little bit more. Yeah, he's had production in the past. That was a few years ago in Chicago with Mitch Trubisky. Um, I mean, listen. I don't think many Steelers fans put stock into what Mitch Trubisky has done in his career. So are you gonna are you gonna sell me on putting that same stock in Anthony Miller and what he's done in his career? I don't know. I really liked Anthony Miller in camp. You and I talked about him a bunch. He was great, but that's also camp, and that was also you know by the time we get back there, a year since any meaningful football. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 a you know it's it's you you kind of. The, the one benefit that I'll give them, Motsi, is I guess there's still time. You know, they, they could still have another plan even more so than just we're going to add somebody at pick 32 or 49 or, or, or you know, 80, whatever their, their, right. their, their, uh, their next pick is after that. Um, you know, they, they could still have their eye on somebody that they want to add throughout this process. They've, they've done this before. I mean, just a year ago, we were having a similar, similar conversation about Ray Ray McLeod, right? And mm-hmm. 
I don't think Ray Ray qu- had quite to the same impact as Steven Sims, but he was also a nice player in his own regard. He he mm-hmm. brought something to the to the special teams unit certainly. So maybe they have another uh, another person in mind out there. Um, but but you're right. It is it's funny how kind of these things shift. You know, now we're not talking so much about the depth at offensive line anymore because they've added yeah. there. But it's kind of shifted to. You're right. When you look at wide receiver, I mean, you're bringing back two guys that that had any type of rapport, any type of productivity, any type of production with the quarterback next year, the quarterback who you're banking on and need to take that second year leap. Um, it's they're still still under construction. Maybe we'll say that about the Steelers wide receiver room. All right. Still under construction, still work to be done there. Without a doubt. Definitely still work to be done. Definitely still under construction. But either way, we could work with it. And I do like that. Yeah. I do like that a lot. So we'll see, man, in terms of where we go from here, though, right? Because we still got to figure out which direction we want to go in the sense of do we still stick with this power attack where we run in the ball? Or do we ultimately transition to that passing attack, man, right. adding another right. weapon at the receiver spot? So that's something that we hopefully will continue to get information on, whether it be another free agency move or ultimately when the draft gets here. But we are going to take our last break. When we come back, though, we did have one final housekeeping move that we want to talk about in terms of keeping one of our own. And then from there, man, have a little bit more of a broader brush to paint with. Shout out to Coach T for that one. But either way, don't you touch that. Dallas Arthur Moses, Wesley Euler, and this is Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs> 